For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, Browns fans, it's time to gear up for a pain-free 2022 NFL season for your Cleveland Browns with new friends of the show, Buckeye Law Group. If you've been injured in a car accident, a slip and fall, a work accident, or even if you've been buried into the ground by Miles Garrett or stiff-armed by Nick Chubb, you need to call Buckeye Law Group today at 1-800-411-PAIN. Their attorneys will fight for the money you deserve. Buckeye Law Group's attorneys have recovered over $1 billion for their clients throughout the entire country. So don't make the mistake of calling just any other attorney. Call attorneys you can trust, and best of all, they're Browns fans just like you. Call our friends from Buckeye Law Group at 1-800-411-PAIN. After 911, call 411. That's 1-800-411-PAIN. 1-800-411-7246. That's Buckeye Law Group, located at 1300 East 9th Street, Suite 1210 in Cleveland, Ohio. Buckeye Law Group, proud fans of the Cleveland Browns, just like you. Hey, Browns fans. Wow, did you see that game? The Browns really got the message. Complimentary football. We turned down the good and turned up the suck. Offense, three turnovers. Special teams, one turnover. Defense, can't tackle, can't pass defense, no pressure. We can't do dilly-poo. Blake, Josh, John, Justin, tell me what's going on. Let's go, Brownies. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? If there's any left, welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. If you want to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. As you can see, we got John Nye with us in the studio today, or is that Toby McGuire? I don't know, but last week was his debut in the intro, and he wasn't here. I know. It, it, for, for, so you can kind of look and see what people do on our videos, like when they fast forward and stuff like that. <laughs> a lot of people tend to skip through the intro, so that's rude, but uh, <laughs> watch the intro. It's really funny with John. But anyways, uh, we're going to get into the abomination that was a game uh, yesterday. Before we do, I want to remind you to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts if you prefer to just listen. Uh, lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com. Become an official dog pack member on the Patreon page. Honestly, the Patreon is one of the only reasons why I haven't taking a long walk off a short bridge so far this season. Uh, it's just Browns fans all over the world. Kind of, we get really down, but then they pick us up, and it's just, and it's almost like Browns therapy anymore. It, it, in the offseason, it was like Browns hype, and now it's Browns therapy. It's a Browns support group. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's way cheaper than actual therapy. Right. So uh, you got an extra episode every week. We play fantasy football with these guys. There's a private Discord just a lot of good stuff in there. So if you're looking for more content, uh, become a dog pack member. Join the dogs.com. So it was a terrible game again. I feel like I'm turning into a broken record. The defense, once again, was abysmal. And finally, the offense came back down to earth. At some point, you knew we weren't going to keep scoring it, you know, a top 
five pace with a backup quarterback in essentially one wide receiver. Eventually, you're going to run into a, a defense that is good, and uh, that's what happened. And I think I feel like we called it last week. I said on the show, I said I think this is going to be a tough week for the offense. I think it's going to be a tough game for Nick Chubb, and the defense is going to have to step up. And they had 38 points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for once this season, we didn't lose a close game. Yeah. So that that was nice. It was nice knowing that it was over uh, in the first quarter, so I could just kind of like sit back and start daydreaming about the baseball game. <laughs> so uh, that was kind of nice. So I appreciate that. Uh, the Browns defense, which I feel like this is becoming the norm, uh, a nobody quarterback, a third string quarterback, a rookie, a guy who played I think Western Michigan. I think so. Yeah. You know, a Mac school. No, just good players come out of the Mac, but. You know, this guy wasn't playing against top flight competition. He still hasn't, even though he played <laughs> against the Browns. Uh, and he went 24-34 for 309, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and 118.4 rating. That would be future MVP Bailey Zappi. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. What's really funny is I was watching The Herd today, and he was talking to uh, Sean Payton, like, will Bill Belichick just start – Bailey's happy now because of how well he played. Colin, <laughs> Mike Glennon did this to our to yes. Joe Woods defense. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky had his best game, and then two weeks later lost his job. Uh, no, Joe. Bailey's happy. I'm going to go out on the record and say right now he could be good. He's not this good. <laughs> we make everybody look this good. Right? John Nye'd have 300 against us. I don't believe that. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. Though. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's just more terrible, terrible defense. And then we also gave up 98 yards rushing on top of it, which sounds like not as bad compared to our last two games. But we gave up 300 yards passing. Right. You know what I mean? So our, the defense cannot stop anything. They are atrocious. I don't see how you could be kind of on the hot seat, people questioning your job coming into this game. And then you give up 300 yards passing to Bailey Zappi, and you're still coaching on this team. I don't understand how that happens. I, I Again, I said this last week when we recorded the show. I've been refreshing my phone all day. Like, when's Joe Woods fired? Like, why, when's it happening? And Mike Prefer needs to go with him. Yeah, Both of them are two of the worst in the league. It's it's terrible. So we have a, we got a bunch of voicemails. We want to get to as many as we can. Last week we had to miss out on some. We want to try to get to everybody's. So we're going to jump into the voicemails, and anything you guys don't cover, we'll pick up the slack at the end. So let's just go ahead and jump into these All right, things. so we got uh, Kenny Mack here first. Hey, guys, it's Kenny Mack, and it's another Kick in the Nads Monday. Well, <laughs> get right to it. We stink, and uh, I just can't believe I was talked into this defense actually being good. I mean, our defensive tackles. And I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. They stink. I mean, I was down there for preseason watching the backups get pushed all over the field. And I can't believe that somehow we thought uh, these guys were going to stand up in the, in the regular season. Special teams for another year looks abysmal. Fumble cost us some points in the game. And then the O, like, I just don't get people thinking that, you know, Bichette's not a starter. Yeah, no, no kidding. He's our backup. And uh, Stefanski, I mean, just take the damn points, man. But anyways, uh, I just want to hear your thoughts just on a rant. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs> so one thing, so uh, we, if you remember back to the preseason, our defense was terrible, and we tried to pass it off as, the, well, the starters weren't playing. Yeah. And we actually talked about this towards the beginning of the year. Like, the last two seasons, the, the things that showed up in the preseason that we were really bad at, they, they just carried right on over into the regular season. 
It was not because the starters weren't in. Last year, the offense and Baker looked like crap in the preseason. Just rolled right on in. Lessons learned. Yep. We and know now. Kenny Mack brought up, what do you guys think about going for it on the fourth and one? I know we took the points the, the time before, and then it was a fourth and one. What do you guys think? Well, I think you and I agree that it wasn't like a terrible decision because we were historically so good with the QB sneak. But I personally would have still just taken the points. At that time, I wanted him to go for it. I felt like we were moving, and anything fourth and one, we literally we were hundred percent on the year. Yeah, but I just don't 100%. trust the Browns. I don't trust us anymore to do anything. <laughs> yeah, ever. But I I understand you got so I I I know you got to know your squad and your people, and so it can't be like all numbers and stuff like that. I'm very much in that category, but also like you can't coach scared. You know what I mean? You've, you're a hundred percent on the season at this. Nobody's even really come close. Like we get it easily almost every single time. I just think Jacoby played one of his worst games and it started with this. If you go back and watch this, he ran it terribly. He like kind of stood up and turned his back and he, it was, it was just bad. And it wasn't even close. Some people were screaming bad spot. I watched it on my TV and he didn't get anywhere near the first down. (laughs) Well, the other thing is in defense of that decision to go for it, York had kind of been struggling too. Correct. He, that's another thing is, you're 100% on fourth and ones QB sneaks this year, and your kicker has been I, pretty shaky recently. Yeah, I had somebody in our comment section said this was at, this was before this week, so he'd played five games, and they said he's only missed two field goals and two extra points this year. So, well, that's four kicks in five games. Yeah. So he's almost missing one kick per game. That's that's not good. <laughs> so uh, that, that factors into it a little bit, and um, – Again, to me, anything longer than fourth and one, I'm like a okay, take the points kind of yep. guy right now because we have no go to plays. Like we, we ran a two point conversion and it's it's a busted play. It's always a busted play. It's always a busted always a fourth down. It's always a busted play. Even in junior high, we have like five plays that are like okay, if we're in a tight spot and we have to have a first down, we can go to like one of these five plays and there's a good chance it's going to work. You know, we and we rep them like every day. Do we not have those at the end? Of, do we? I don't think so. It's like we have no go-to, even if it's a – I'm not saying it has to be a trick play, but just something maybe slight misdirection, your tight end blocks for a second and then releases opposite of the boot. Just something that is like, okay, if we get the look we want, this is probably going to work. We don't seem to have any go-to plays. Two-point conversions and fourth and two-plus. It's a wrap. It's a bust, bust a play almost yep. every time. It's going to be yeah, a sack. Right. Or it's going it to be out of bounds. Yeah. Yep. So – I think it's easy to like, especially with like the play calling, it's easy to sit here on Monday and go, well, we should have done this. We should, it's a lot easier when they don't get it. I like looking back while we're, you know, we're down 10, six or whatever. It's easy to go. This could have been 10, nine, you know, I understand what you're saying, John. I, I honestly, Cade York probably was the only guy that had a good game yesterday. <laughs> yeah. He, I, really great onside I, kick. he had a great yeah. onside kick Went three for three. Um, but it's I understand the play calling, and up until that point, that was a money play for us. One yard, give it Jacoby, we're good. Yep. So I understand it. I just think you know, yesterday we were damned if we do, damned if we don't. Regardless of what we did, and in the grand scheme of at, things, those three points really didn't. No, happen. no. <laughs> you know, no, I mean, no. we were losing this game. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we were. I mean, it was bad because we came out early third quarter, and all of a sudden they were up three scores on us. Even if we had nine. Still would have been three scores. 
Yeah, and I, I'm hoping all those like really crazy people that the first few games of the season were saying, "Well, if Jacoby keeps playing like this, you know, do we do we keep him and and not play Deshaun, guys? Guys, like this was the game. I guess <laughs> if you needed to see it, like that we already question knew has it. officially been answered. Yes, yeah. well, please stop asking that. Question. What's really funny is the beginning of the year after the uh, first week, it was we need to go to Dobbs. Yeah, right. Yeah, and right, then right. for three weeks, it was Jacoby should keep playing even when Deshaun gets back. And now we're back to we should, should be get Dobbs. Dobbs. Yep. So come on, guys, make up your minds. What I, do I was you watching want? with a, a real casual fan was was with us yesterday, and she was like, "Oh, it looks like to see we need to see what that Dobbs guy can do." And no, I was we like, do just, not. Just stop. Like, <laughs> like come, and it was like this early second quarter. I'm like, yeah. just just he did. The, the, my day is ruined enough. Do you yeah. guys realize who we? I'm like, do you guys realize who we play and where we play next week? Yes. You gonna you want to take Josh Dobbs into Baltimore for his first ever career start? Where he's probably gonna have to throw fifty times because you know they're scoring eighty. Yep. <laughs> and shatter Jacoby. If uh. you plan on, you can't go back to Jacoby after that. You know, what like I mean? confidence done. Like you, it's over. You had to know. We said this. We said this in our preview episode for the Patriots, and this was gonna be a tough game for the offense. Yes. The the, the Patriots are gonna make you beat them with their weakness. Okay. And so we knew we knew it was gonna be a tough game. And guess who drafted Jacoby Brissett? The yeah, Patriots. They, knew, they knew everything about him. They know they know him better than every other team in the league other than us. Okay, so this was going to be a tough game for the offense. I, we called it a week ago. We said it. And you're not going to keep playing and keep scoring points at a top five pace with a backup quarterback and essentially one proven NFL receiver. And then, you know, Njoku's a, a solid tight end. You're not going to, especially against these guys, all I keep hearing is, they were 21st in the league against the run. So I went back and looked at their stats. They have given up less than either 101 yards or less to three of their five opponents before they came in to this game. The only reason they're 21st is because Baltimore put up a bunch and Green Bay put up a bunch. Well, Baltimore, 107 of their rushing yards were Lamar. And Baltimore runs on everybody. And Green Bay uh, put up a bunch. They have a pretty decent running game. But the Lions, the Steelers, now the Browns, and uh, whoever else they played, I forget, in the Dolphins. The highest total out of that was the the uh, Lions last week at 101. Everybody else was like 80, 90. So they, they don't, they're not getting gashed on the ground. And what do the, Patri- or the Packers and the Ravens have in common? They have dynamic quarterbacks. So the, the Patriots can't come in and just say, we're just going to take away the run and make your your not dynamic backup quarterback beat us. Well, because they have Lamar and they have Aaron. So the Patriots defense had to be worried about more than just one thing. Right. They came into this team saying, if we take away the run, J- Jacoby Brissett, who we probably still have the book on, has to beat us. And they have one wide receiver. It, it was not going to be a good game for the offense. No. I mean, the recipe to beat us was pretty easy and the Patriots just they execute that stuff so flawlessly it's this is why by the way this is the kind of game why we went out and got Deshaun yes because if when you play a team like the Patriots you're going to take away your strength then you go okay go ahead take away Nick Chubb Deshaun will do this we can't say that right now go ahead and take away Nick Chubb Jacoby will do what throw yeah. a pick he'll lob yeah. you, <laughs> you know what I mean throw it out on the second play of the game you know it put too much air yeah, on yeah this is why this is this is the kind of game the kind of defense you why you go out and get a, a Deshaun you got to have a game changer at quarterback. We have one. We're just waiting for him. Is Deshaun Watson able to play safety for the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> is what I, the questions that I need answered. Or it's, cornerback. Here's my question. Does Deshaun fix this? 
I know he's super, super good, but we are so dysfunctional. <laughs> you're you're not wrong, John. We've we and we've got some voicemails from people talking about some of this. Actually, let me play uh, yeah, Phil's voicemail real quick here. Hey guys, it's Phil. So that game was absolutely disgusting. All three phases failed absolutely horribly. I'm not. There's really not even one thing that we can even talk about because we'd be here all night, and I'll let you guys handle most of that. But. I do want to say one thing. I think there needs to be a shakeup. I believe that Joe Woods and Mike Prefer should be fired today. And I also think Stefanski and Andrew Barry should be on the hot seat. And normally I'm not a fire the coaches guy, but these co- these players do not look like they're interested. They don't look like they're coached correctly. They're always out of position. They can't do basic things like tackle. Like something has got to change. And I think it starts with getting rid of Joe Woods and Mike Prefer. Because honestly, if you put someone else in there, are they going to do worse? Can it get worse? I don't. I honestly don't think so. And so, Fancy's the coach. He's in charge of all this. He needs to light a fire, and I just don't see it happening. Every press conference is like, "Oh, we'll get it fixed." It's not getting fixed, Kevin. It's not getting fixed, Kevin. I talked to Josh about this before you guys got here. You know what pisses me off more than anything about this team? There is no effort. There's no effort. There's no accountability. And it's just the same thing every week, week to week. With what he talked about with shaking things up as far as players, I told him this. In the three years that Stefanski's been there, two and a half years, they have never benched a player for performance. Not one time. It's always next man up on an injury, something like that. I said, for the love of God, I love Grant Delpit. Grant Delpit should be benched immediately. My boy, DeAnthony Bell... Need it should be in there. Ronnie Harrison, somebody that cares, somebody that will give some type of effort. Or if they're if they do mess up, I almost said a swear word. Uh, <laughs> make an adjustment and then you know play off of that. I feel like we just watched the same game script, the same mistakes. Every New England didn't want to win that game for a little bit yesterday. They continuously just kept making mental mistakes, and then we would just still give them the first down. I think they had eight or nine penalties at in the first time. In the first half. <laughs> Didn't they have 12 penalties or something for almost 100 yards? It wasn't shock. They had like eight they, or nine was, at half It was crazy. It was, it was big. So, obviously, I think Joe Woods and Prefer should be fired. The Browns are sixth in offensive efficiency, 31st in defensive efficiency. Yeah, but there's only, much worse there, there's so only 32 right. teams uh, and 14th in special teams. Okay. Joe Woods and Mike Prefer should not be coaching the Browns right now. We're recording this Monday night. They should have already been fired. That's what I said. Like I, I've been checking my phone all day because I want to talk about it on the show. Like no, finally they're gone. And I, I don't I have happen either. I have a hard time evaluating our players because I feel like they're being set up to fail week in and week out in the scheme in in the system. And I it, to me it. The biggest reason I think Joe Woods needs to be fired is, to me, it looks like the players have quit. Oh, they've quit. Bro. I totally agree. They were, they've I mean, quit. at the end of the game yesterday, even those last couple of touchdowns that were scored, they no, weren't even, yep. no effort. No, it, it, it looks they like week 17 or 16 at the time against the Bengals, Freddie's last year, or yeah. Freddie's only year. When it was obvious, we just, we were like, this, we can't have this coach back. There's not going to be any doubt. That we don't want this guy we back. We're not doing in. anything. Yep. We're mailing this in. That's what the defense looks to me. And to me, that's very dangerous. It is. And what drives me crazy, and it's got to drive, like, and, and the voicemails I hear and the people that watch this crap every week, I mean, these guys train year-round for this sport. You, they only get to play 17 games, unless they make the playoffs, yeah. in a season. 
So why would they go out there and not give effort? You don't get to do this every day. To me, it seems like somebody will break through or we give up a big pass and it's just like a that again. Whoops, yeah. And so and, and so after like at key like and it's happened so often now, you're seeing it happen even earlier in games. You know, beginning of the season, it might have been like third quarter where you start to see like the heads down and stuff. Now it's first drive, somebody's wide open, they get a third and fifteen, and it's Jesus Christ, this again, and then it's done. They're, first of all, the Browns are a mentally weak football team. I don't know if you guys saw John Johnson's in people's DMs on Twitter saying, don't talk crap about me. Just stay off of just. Well, we, we saw Denzel Ward on Twitter. Denzel you know, is just trying meant- to defend himself. It's like, why are you defending yourself but against people on Twitter? I dude? also feel like they feel like they got to defend themselves, though, because they don't think it's their fault. Now, partly part of it is you're still. A prof- I think you're being played out of position. I think you're being set up to fail. But at the end of the day, also you're still a professional football player. You're getting paid like it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, as bad as Joe Woods is, you're still supposed to be a very good player. You should still be able to perform. Just like I always said with Baker and Freddie. Freddie was awful, but Baker still should have been able to be better than atrocious. <laughs> Right. Because he's supposed to be a number one overall pick. Denzel, you're the highest paid corner in football for a day. You should still be able to perform better than you are, even if your coach does suck. Right. You know what I mean? And But I just think the effort's gone. All right, Browns fans. The kicker's lining up for an onside kick. The chances of regaining possession are slim, unless you're kicking to the Browns. The stakes are high and the tension is higher. Your pulse racing. He kicks. You watch. The ball lands. Make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. From tailgate parties to busy weeknights, the flavor experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to savor all the flavors of fall. With their mouth-watering assortments of perfectly aged steaks, ultra-juicy burgers, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Right now, take advantage of 50% off site-wide by shopping their semi-annual sale. This sale only happens twice a year, and it's on now with 50% off delicious customer favorites. And when you use promo code DOGS at checkout, take an additional $30 off of your order. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter DOGS at checkout, and stock up on fall flavor today. Omaha Steaks is perfect for those chilly and busy fall nights with entrees ready before the kids can say what's for dinner. And don't forget to use the promo code DOGS at checkout to score an extra $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life. Guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. Promo code DOGS at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Now let's get back to the show. Oh, now as far as Stefanski, I, I used to be like a very staunch Stefanski supporter. I still am, but he gets a lot of slack from people because, like I said, the offense is sixth in efficiency. But he's not an offensive coordinator. He's a head coach. Yeah. So you're right. He leads an offense that is sixth in efficiency. He also leads a defense that's last. Yep. Correct, because he's because the head he's coach. The head like coach. Said, so he is leading that bottom of the league Correct. defense. Correct. And, and at some point, you're going to start to lose the whole locker room if it is – 
being looked at as like you're unwilling to do what needs to be done to win. In this league, these players, all they care about is winning. You can sign a mass murderer. If he can throw the football well, the players will rally around him. You know what I mean? Like all, It's a results league. All they care about is winning. So if you're not willing to go fire your friend and it's costing ball games, the players will just quit. And to me, that's what it looks like to have. So his seat is getting warmer. Do I? Th- it's kind of sucky because he's yet to coach a game for the Browns with a quarterback that he wants. It's we're kind of Matt ruling him a little bit, uh, but he needs to get this stuff right. I don't care. Let's go drop to fifteenth in offensive efficiency, but you fire a couple coaches and send a couple messages and start to look like a head coach because you're not just an offensive coordinator. I feel like we just keep talking about the same thing too is not only now is it obvious that there's not a leader in the locker room, but I think that we're seeing a lack of leadership in the coaching staff. I mean, like, and I hate to say that because you see him get rah-rah and stuff like that, but what was it, Phil? Phil said in the press yeah. conference, it's always the same thing. You know, we got to address this. We got to do that. It's always very Romeo Cornell-ish. Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't I, care I, about what he says in the press conference. What's he supposed to say? <sighs> What's he supposed to say? I don't know. But what, I'm what, mad. I, well, I, <laughs> these guys so, stink. I mean, what's he so, supposed to say? But it, then, wouldn't you want to see some kind of adjustment or yes. some addre- addressing of it in the next game? Because yeah. this is three years now. Correct. This is years of this. That is yes. I don't. But I don't need him to come to the press conference and no, be fine. like, "That's oh, fine." I, I'm with you. The press conferences okay, don't mean anything fine. really. I mean, unless Correct. somebody comes up and says something stupid, it's then called it's coach. Like, it's now, called coach speak. Now yeah. you're out of control. But if they just say that same, you know, bullet, you know, a uh, scripted answer, whatever. I mean, the yeah. Patriots get blown out, and Bill Belichick literally mumbles <laughs> and says no words. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. But so, it's, it's that lack of adjustments, the lack of anything changing. You know. Yes. between Sundays and then you come right back out and it's the same. It's like, we just watched this yes. and, and you said you were going to fix it and, and nothing's happened. No, it, his seat's warming his and the, the lack of attention to interior D line and middle linebacker has, it's crazy to say as ABC warming mm-hmm. because, and here's the thing is we're going to lose a whole bunch of games here. Yeah. I we're, know. we're about to lose a whole bunch of games. We're about to lose one by 40, but Yes, but we should not be surprised. We knew we were about to lose all these games. We were supposed to win the games before this. Yeah, you're right. We we talked about that. We did so, not have so, high hopes for these games. Yes. Yeah, so everybody freaking out because we just got beat by the Patriots and we're about to get murdered by the Ravens and then we're going to get stopped by the Bengals and then the Bills are going to bend us over and skull f us <laughs> like, uh, and then the Buccaneers are going to come in for sloppy seconds. Oh we expected oh, that. Man. You knew that was coming. We had to win the first five to six games. We had to go. We had to be four and one, four and zero, oh, and we should have been. Yeah. So you should not be surprised now when we lose five, six in a row. We knew that we've been saying it all off season. We knew this was coming. So I don't know. I don't know why people are acting surprised. I mean, this was this was what was going to happen, and it's it's going to suck. We're going to be lucky to get another win before Deshaun gets back. Hey, do you have a voicemail to make me feel less sad? <laughs> no. Okay. I, I legit do not. But Stacy called in to talk kind of about Stefanski too a little bit here. Blake, I know you like your guy Stefanski, but today he was just absolutely horrible with his calls and everything. Like, why the hell in the first two plays of the game are you throwing the ball two times in a row? It just doesn't even make sense. And then on a second and one in the near the red zone, 
you're going to freaking throw the ball two times. Second and one. You have one yard to go. You're an absolute idiot. Offense sucks. Defense sucks. Coaching sucks. This team isn't even fun to watch anymore. Go Trevin. <laughs> I agree. I will say this. Second and one is typically a down in football where you take a shot. Yeah, you do. You do. Because you then you know you can come back on third and you only need a yard. Yep. That was uh, a perfectly articulated voicemail, though. Yes, it was awesome. Yeah, I like the part where she said we suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll say this. Um, we talked about the run game, and everybody was screaming about us not running the ball. We were, we were talking about this before we came on. Chubb had nine first-half carries. That puts him on pace for what he would normally hit for a game. In the second half, we're losing by three scores right off rip in the third quarter. Right. You're not gonna you're not gonna run the ball. And people talking saying he's getting four point eight yards per carry. He had an eighteen yard rush. So you take that out, he was averaging three point four yards per carry on his other eleven carries. You're not you're not gonna run the ball for three yards a carry when you're losing by three scores in the second half. It's just that that happens. When teams are getting blown out, you see their quarterbacks passing numbers go through the roof because you you have to score quick. Yeah, it doesn't matter who your running back is. I mean, you cannot turn around and keep handing the ball off whenever you're trying to make up ground like that. Um, let me play a voicemail from Tanner. He was actually talking about the Nick Chubb thing, and then you can continue with that. What's up, Browns fans? This is Tanner, and I'm from Olmstead Township. I'm just trying to figure out here if Nick Chubb was on anybody else's team, you know, like the Patriots or the Packers or the Buccaneers any of these other teams that don't have a Patrick Mahomes at the, as their quarterback, this guy would have 38 carries a game. And I'm a big fan of him. I don't want him to get run down from getting too many carries, but 12 carries, 56 yards, that is not what we're about. Give this man the ball. It is disgusting. I cannot sit here and watch any more games with this guy standing on the sideline just because he had – Three rushes where he didn't get his typical eight yards. Give this man the ball. But that kind of goes to what you were <laughs> Again, explaining I'll, I'll, beforehand. The, I feel like the three teams he picked, though, by the way, were not good examples because the Patriots never ride a back, even though they've had very good backs. Ramondre Stevenson could get 30 carries a game, but they don't when Damian Pierce is healthy. Uh, Damian Eric, Harris. Yeah, yeah Damian yeah. Harris. Uh, the Packers – could, they got give, two Aaron, could guys, give Aaron yeah. Jones the ball 30 times a game, but they don't. Or A.J. Dillon. Because A.J. Dillon and the, Buccaneer, the Buccaneers, up until this year, wouldn't give Fournette the ball a bunch because they had Ronald Jones. Yeah, right. Very few teams have a – there's not many Derrick Henrys where yep. you just give the ball. And people can scream about giving him the ball 40 times. Derrick Henry has fallen off a cliff. Yeah. So we're preserving his career. And, again – He gets 18 to 20 carries per game. He was on pace for that until we're down three scores. Again, you're not going to run the ball. You you go way off script when you get down by that much in the second half. Yeah, like you said beforehand, too, the the first half was kind of that on-pace script that that he was getting the carries, he was getting utilization like normal, and then the second half just just went crazy. I agree with you. Chubb wasn't winning us that game. 24, 25 carries. Wasn't winning us that game. Not a chance. So I got a much better idea for Nick Chubb. 
Why don't we just send him to Buffalo? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Let him, John. And let him have a, a nice career. No. we're just... They don't no. run the ball either, dude. Yeah, I was going to say that he won't Josh get Josh will just be <laughs> taking they'll all They'll run him touchdowns. with Chubb. <laughs> yeah. they'll, they'll run him if they have Chubb. No, Singletary's a good back. They still don't give him the ball. So, the thing with Nick Chubb, though, I mean, as far as his stat line and, the, you know, his game, this is the only bad game he's had this year. I mean, he's had Correct. great games every... every. No running back's going to have an awesome game 17 games in a row. Correct. That does That's not happen. True. And and, okay. and I agree that Stefanski can sometimes like outsmart himself. Okay, I, I I'm not saying that's not possible because it happens. Show me a coach that's perfect. Right. Show me the coach that always calls the perfect play. They don't exist. Again, the game script in the second half. In the first half, he was on pace to do what we always do. Yeah. Right. Okay. And uh, the second half, it gets out, it gets away, and you have to throw the ball a bunch. If we don't uh, get down three scores early in the third quarter, Nick Chubb probably keeps getting the ball. I mean, there's that's just the way it is. Yeah, definitely he would. Yeah, there's been no point this year where we haven't given him his touches. Yeah, especially when we're trying to hold on to a you know a lead. Yeah. So I get I get if you just look at the box score and or like we throw a pick in the second half and you're like, why are we throwing? We should be. We'll look at the scoreboard. Yeah, the score is twenty four to six with. Half the third quarter gone. Right. And and it's easy to say if Jacoby drops back and throws a pick, oh, we should have run it on that play. But, I mean, you have to pass and run in a football game. I mean, Jacoby does throw the ball during games. It just this game was not a good one. And this I feel like pe- people are focusing on the wrong thing. We gave up 309 yards passing to Bailey, to Bailey Zappi. Yes. We got Colin Coward wondering if they're going to bench Mac Jones for him. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're focusing. Yes, the offense was bad. I just feel like if you thought the offense was going to be good in this game, you weren't paying attention. No, but I do think our offense could have been good enough in this game, even in the second half, to win it. If our defense could have done anything, if they could have stopped anything. them a couple times, yeah. correct? Or not play soft ass coverage every play. Yes, yes, and we could have, and we could have, you know, kept giving Chubb the ball, stayed in script, kept it close, maybe won a seventeen fifteen game or something crazy. Does like anybody that. have the pressure rates on Zappy? Because I feel like I. I watched so many times that he would drop back, clean pocket, look around, mm, you know, kind of figure out where he wanted to go. I'm like, this is a fourth round rookie quarterback, third string, and we're not in his face. I know Miles, I think, was yeah. credited with like seven pressures or something like that. They had two sacks, and they're both by Miles. Right. I thought Miles played a better game, at yeah, least in did, terms yeah. of like making yeah. a couple impact plays. I mean, like you could tell he was playing, you could tell he was there. Yes, he, he felt his, you know, I want to address this too. A lot of people are saying that we're like, we don't think Miles is good or something in the comments. No, we think he doesn't always give elite effort and he doesn't always impact games the way he should. But we've also been on record as saying Joe Woods does nothing to help him. Right. It's, 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 it goes both ways. We're not saying Miles is an elite talent and he needs help. But you also can't watch every game and think he's giving it all as every play. We we think that Miles is really good. And yes. he's too good to not make an impact in a game. Correct. Okay. So you can't don't come at I know you watch like the the minute and a half clip on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, right. And then you think, come watch the whole episode. Trust me, we give him his due. We think he's good. Joe Woods, and we blame some other people. We know he needs help in the interior so he can't get double double teamed. My thing is, is other players get double teamed also and they can still make an impact. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought he played, he, he seemed until you, hopefully he's not hurt forever. Um, but the problem is we just, we can't stop anything. Nope. No. And, and we get no pressure ever. 
I, I was watching the uh, Chiefs Bills game yesterday, and it's third and fourth down. And the Bills, you know, instead of just Josh Allen getting to drop back and sit in the pocket and ski in the field against a soft zone and have all day, the Chiefs just bring in the house pressure, bringing five, six guys, even though it's third and 14. Just br- don't let them get comfortable. Everybody is comfortable against the Browns. They could bring a lawn chair. That's true, and it's the thing is when you bring pressure like that against a quarterback, they have to make a good like a good play, and it has to be a yeah. quick decision. And this a guy's a rookie, decision. and but yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. We let a rookie go back there and make routine plays, yeah, consistently, and it's like, wh- why, why, why would you just let him carve it you a, up? It doesn't matter if you're a rookie or if you're 41 <laughs> years old and <laughs> can't move. Yeah, I mean, it, you don't have to do anything. Just <laughs> we can't bring any. Uh, well, I the don't debate understand it. between is it. Joe Wood's plan, or is it the players not executing? It's the, it's both, but it's yes. the but plan. Joe Woods calls the blitz. Yes, so the players don't just decide that they're going to blitz. Correct. I, I can't tell you how many times yesterday I watched Newsom be fifteen yards off the receiver, and all you do is just run super soft out and just be wide open. Yes. And then Bailey Zappi would miss the throw. And Greg Newsom would hit him with the Dikembe Mutombo finger wag like he stopped the play. Like, <laughs> no, bro, please lock somebody down. No, I get you can't blitz every play. I mean, you can't – if the offense knows you're going to blitz, they can burn you. But if they know that you're not going to blitz, We're gonna send they can four burn you even worse. All day. We're only sending four every play. I, I I watch it every Sunday. It doesn't matter if it's in Cleveland or if it's in Atlanta or it's somewhere else, Carolina. There's four people coming. I, I think Joe Woods sent out an email to all, all the other teams and says, hey, guys, do you guys think this is a good defensive game plan? <laughs> nice. I'm just like trying that. to get some help. Like that. We're going to play super soft season. coverage. We're not going to send any kind of pressure, and then just we'll give you all the time in the world. And, and the thing is, is it's it's been all the problems we were having with this defense three years ago. Or we're still having the problems. Now, The what I think, people are mad because we haven't fired him. I'm one of these people. But at the same time, his first year here was he didn't have his players. So we didn't really hold him that we, – we got on him, but it was like we know you don't have any guys. Okay, and then the second year he comes in, it starts bad. Well, you had nine new starters. By the end of the year, they were playing pretty well. So Kevin Stefanski was obviously not going to fire him last season. We finished the season as a top 10 defense. And we thought we were going to come into the season you know what I mean? as a top defense. And then we're terrible this year. And I just don't think Stefanski and AB, I just think they're too level-headed to fire a coach midseason. Yep. I just don't think it's – I just think the they don't – they're not going to do it because of the optics. They want to appear calm, cool, collected, like they have a plan. And I just think it's not going to happen in the season. I think they probably want to fire him right now, and it's going to have to wait until the end of the year. They're just – there was no reason to fire him coming into this season. Now, you could say you didn't like the plan, but the plan was at least working a little bit the last mm-hmm. seven, eight games last year. So the, he wasn't going to get fired coming into this season. Right. And you sure as hell can't do it now when you're getting ready to go into Baltimore. Correct. You there? You can't do that now. You can't shake that. There's no shakeup coming. Well, here the only thing I'll say that is it literally cannot get worse. You're exactly. already last. Right. So firing him would, would do – you can't be worse than last. I mean – if anything, you just give yourself a chance of, hey, maybe it's going to be a good week. And sometimes a, a different voice in the <laughs> locker room. I've never had one of those yet. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes a different voice in the locker room is just like what is needed. Or, you yeah. know, addition by subtraction, like they always say. Correct. If they're well, not it, playing for Joe Woods, yeah, you got to remove him. If they quit, if the players quit. And that's such a dangerous thing because then that seeps through the everything. 
into the offense, into the special teams, into everything. Yeah. Hey, Browns fans, let's just take a quick break in the action to talk about Raycon's everyday earbuds. These earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me, Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. So go to buyraycon.com today. Use code TPPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TPPN15 at buyraycon.com. Score yourself 15% off today. Buyraycon.com, code TPPN15. Well, okay, let's move on to, well, I mean, I have no happy voicemail, so I'm very oh, sorry great. about that. But uh, <laughs> this, is, this is definitely not a happy one either. This oh. is the Brown Tiger. And the uh, interview before the game on, was it Friday? Let's see here. Joe Woods said, I'm not worried about, uh, about the defense. Well, obviously it showed today that you're not worried about the defense because it sucks. It absolutely sucks. And Mike Prefer, let me let me tell you this right now. You you have to go to the, the the special teams unit that you are showing us is atrocious. You and him both need to be gone. And if and if Stefanski can't be held accountable for firing them right now, I don't care who we get and and replace them because right now it can't get any worse. All right. And if Stefanski doesn't hold them accountable, then he needs to go next. Go Browns. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Dude, I, I called my dad right after the game, and he pretty much said the same thing. Yeah. With the I same think that tone. just encapsulates, like, every Browns fan after yesterday's game. I was like, like that. Just screaming, like, yeah. fire this guy. Maybe my, maybe my favorite voicemail like we've ever got. Yeah. That was the vibe of the stadium yesterday. Every person Dude, people were leaving me. in, the, like, the third quarter. Yeah, they my, were empty. Yeah, my they were wife showing at halftime the, asked me, she was like, can we get out of here? She literally said... My back's starting to cramp up because there's been nothing to cheer about. <laughs> and I was like, she's like, usually we can get up and like scream a little bit. She's like, this is uncomfortable. I'm just ready to go. And I was like, nope. Oh, yeah. So We're this might leaving. be coming from a place of emotion here, but I'm a huge fan of the city and I'm a huge fan of the team. But this organization mm -hmm. does not deserve the most loyal fan base in the entire NFL. You're not wrong. They John. don't. You're not wrong. And here's, like I said, is. I'm I'm obviously mad about this game, but I, I I'm more mad about this game because we lost the games we shouldn't have lost before this game. Because like I said, we should not be surprised by losing this game or any of the next five games. We should not be shocked. Right? Are we going to come in here and be upset that we lost to the Bills? No, they are going to no. absolutely just uh, uh, <laughs> barely beat us. <laughs> it is it is going to be. We're not going to be able to walk right. <laughs> It is gonna be oh my so. It is gonna be so bad uh, against the Bills. It, at that point, it'll be funny. By at that point, it's, uh, funny. it's not funny it's to funny me. Funny <laughs> I, it's painful. Oh, I just I I don't know. I just am frustrated more than any. And John, I think you touched on something very very important there, because you literally have the Guardians playing right up the street. I I got to drive by there as I was leaving. And I was just like. Man, look at all those good fans. They're super excited. They're about to go and, you know, hopefully watch these guys close us out. We'll do that tonight. Oh, yes. Uh, please. please, God, please. Just yesterday, so I told myself yesterday, I said, I'm not going to get down. 
I'm not. I'm not gonna let the Browns ruin my mood. And then as soon as we lost to the uh, at night, I was like, I freaking hate the Browns. I was just like, <laughs> I was so. I, They're bringing uh, a losing culture yeah. to the city of Cleveland. I was like, rubbing off on the Guardians. What a suck day. I was so mad. At, <laughs> oh man. But no, I just like I said, we're gonna come in here next week, and we probably lost in all the next weeks. I I'm gonna be surprised. I'm gonna, I will be more surprised if we win a game before Deshaun comes back than I will be um, if we lose them all. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That is wild. I agree. Just, yeah, to show, like, how bad this season has gone, I don't know if you guys noticed, we don't even do game balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, were we were, like, supposed to do game balls every week. Yeah, we kind of did. I even went and bought all these balls. <laughs> yeah. I don't even have the addresses to send to the players. Yeah. We just, yeah. Does anyone deserve it, really? I would say, no. honestly, if Nick Chubb, Chubb, Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb I think Cade York had a good game yesterday. I think three for three, it was a nice onside kick. We just don't know how to execute or do fundamentals that are like taught at a very low level. <laughs> the special teams, like Brown Tiger brought up the special teams. We get it. It's, I, I love the idea of tr- trying it. And mm-hmm. then it was great execution by Cade York. Mm-hmm. And then Emerson's there. And then A.J. Green comes in like an idiot. And you have to know, we all know, as soon as it happened live, I was like, oh, he just touched that out while he's out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon yeah. as as soon as soon I saw it, and then I saw the little yellow thing came up, or what, and I was like, that's definitely, like, I saw it happen. How does he not know that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, is he not coached on that? Well, that's the thing. Is that, like, <laughs> you would think that that would be something – that would be coached on, but maybe not. Like you would see, like, hey, the remember you guys were gonna kick it to the sideline. You guys are on the sideline. Remember, you can't be out of bounds and touching it. Even saying the freaking like huddle before you come out is a reminder. Yeah, I but- and I just don't understand. Sometimes it seems like NFL players don't know rules. Like you ever get to the end of overtime and it ends in a tie, yeah. and players are bewildered. Yeah, how do you not know? Yeah, how who- do I know that? You play in the freaking league. There was and a don't know quor- what quarterback was that a couple years ago said I didn't know a game could end in a tie. I like, do remember that. Was it Cam Newton? It, it was. Like, it was like a vet. It was like Ben Roethlisberger or somebody like that, like an Eli Man. Somebody said that, and it was did- like, yeah, what you didn't know that? So it's just how to. And then I was one to almost let that slide. Because I'm like, heat of the moment. He's just playing balls to the wall, trying to get there. And then 10 minutes later, we muff a punt. No, that's a, that's where that was the final break. That was the the straw that broke the camel's back for me. So we make a stop. I'm like, okay, it probably is over, but I'm just At least we're making here. it interesting. Yeah, and we punt it, and then I'll muff punt. I mean, it, it just, it just <laughs> typical. It just, was- I, that was a funny part of the game for me because actually I had turned away because I was talking to somebody and I was like, "Hey, they're punting us, so we'll have the ball back." I look back, Patriots had the ball and they're scoring, and, and they're like jumping play. up and down. I'm like, "Did we just drop the punt?" Like, yep. yeah. I'm like, "Okay, yep." I just right. and and so it's it's the two phases are always it's all it's the same two phases. Yeah. I know the offense only scored 15, but again, the offense couldn't stay doing what we are good at doing. Because the defense and the special teams just keep giving up mass amounts of points. The Patriots had us completely trapped in the whole second half, forcing us to do the thing that we don't do the best. Yeah, we're the backup quarterback. And that's the only thing we could do. We could not go back to the run because we didn't have enough time to do that. Correct. So, yeah, we were we were hosed. Um, let's play a voicemail here from Riley. Hey, Browns fans, this is Riley coming at you again, and I'm a lot less positive than I was last week. <laughs> I remember uh, Riley. It's just a joke. Absolute joke. It's time for Briefer 
and Joe Woods to go. Uh, let me know what y'all think. See ya. Well, Riley, if you've been listening to this point, I think you know what we think. Um, I will say this yeah. in terms of I said this to you guys. I don't want to fire Stefanski. I want to see him with Deshaun. I want to see him nut up and fire Joe Woods and Prefert. Yeah. I want to see him hire a defensive coordinator who's maybe been a head coach. We talked about this last week. And I just want to, you know, I want to see that. But if you could, if you told me if we fire Stefanski today, I can guarantee you we will get Sean Payton. I'd drive to Cleveland and fire myself. Yeah, well, <laughs> good for you that <laughs> Sean Payton's not coming here. Correct. He's too he is, smart. He is not coming to Cleveland. He's I way too smart to do that. that. Yeah. There'll be an awesome Dallas Cowboys job opening probably for him. Or Depends on if they fall apart or if they keep playing well. Uh, there'll be better opportunities. And I hate saying that as a Cleveland fan, but we're all in on Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I do think that, I mean, Kevin, like we've talked about a lot, like he does have this offense moving very well this year, and, and he's doing so with a backup quarterback, which mm-hmm. is very impressive. But not to beat the dead horse again, but he's in he charge is of leading all. the entire team, not just the offense. So uh, here's a voicemail from Joe asking a very important question. But by the end of the game, Brissett only had about 45 – or, yeah, he had about 45 passing attempts, and we're never going to win that way throwing that much. Um, defense was awful like usual. I don't know what has to happen. Firing Joe Woods – would be nice, but even if we do, it doesn't matter. Our offense can't score to save his life. I thought the game plan was to run the ball, play action, and pass every once in a while. I don't understand. I feel like I know what plays to call, but the coaches don't even know what plays to call. Our season only gets a lot harder from here on out. I believe the season is over already. I hope it wasn't. and I hope I'm wrong, but it feels that way already. Um, I'll still watch the Browns play because I'm stupid. But <laughs> Me too. I don't know. We look good on paper, but we look like a dumpster fire on TV. What are your guys' thoughts? I don't know what to think anymore other than maybe next year. Go dogs. Roof, roof. We're paper champs. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. So, um, I think I saw, uh, hang on. Those are all the pictures of my child. Uh, the Browns are two and four, and out of the six teams they've played so far, only one has a winning record. That's the Jets. Can you believe? Oh, my the, gosh. The Jets? The, how about um, the give the give the Browns defense time? They face the QB gauntlet of Mayfield, Flacco, Trubisky, Mariota, and Zappi. <laughs> um, tough. Here's no the starting quarterbacks except for Herbert. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's what's crazy is the Bears have a better record than us, or the same record. The Commanders have a better record than us. The Jets have a better record than us. The Giants have a better. There's a lot of teams that were supposed to be pretty darn crappy that have a better record than the Browns and the Falcons yep. now the Falcons um it's bad and in in we said we wanted six wins in terms of uh um before Deshaun before Deshaun back, came yeah. back in theory you could probably get away with only having four and then you force him to be perfect and go six and oh then we're ten and six or ten and seven um but I just don't know if I can find two wins I think not the Ravens oh, I want to say not the only thing. The only reason I would even say we have a shot against the Bengals is because we seem to have their number. But at some point they're due, and if we're reeling and the defense has quit on Joe Woods, like, like it seems they have, they'll drop sixty on us. Um, the Dolphins have gone on a three-game skid, but that's because they've been playing with no quarterbacks. As soon as Tua gets back, I mean, they'll be okay. We're not. We're not stopping them. I, there's Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. 
<laughs> it is kind of funny Gusecki, to think about. You we know, can't that, stop Devontae Parker. Yeah. We couldn't stop. Yeah, Tyquan Thornton, the yeah. rookie, just came off he IR. He is very speedy. You know what I mean? I, so I, I just – I don't see – I mean, honestly, I don't see any wins, and I definitely don't see two. I can maybe talk myself into one, and that's only on like a technicality of Joe Burrow hasn't beat us. Yeah. I think, honestly, our whole season – if there was like a, it can hinge on this. It's the next two games. If you, I think if we, and I'm not saying that we can or can't do this, but we're not completely out. Nobody wants to win in the AFC North. So if you can go on a little two game win streak, you go from worst to first, basically. Well, technically we're third because we have the tiebreaker with the Steelers, but that's the only. But even then, I mean, it's the, still a long season. Yeah. You got to have a lot of. That would be the typical Cleveland Browns fan thing to do. Like, we need all these things to fall on oh, our yeah, every year. Yep. Every year it's that. I went oh, into one in 10. Yesterday's game, I was convinced that was the game that our season hinges on. Because mm-hmm. if we come out and look incompetent, there's no logical reason now to suggest that we can yeah. beat. Baltimore. <laughs> no. They have shown us, and when I say they, I mean the Browns, have shown us nothing to make me think we're going to come out and beat Baltimore. Right. We're going to get killed by Baltimore. Yeah. And here's the thing is Baltimore, they haven't even been that great. No. Lamar. They're three and three. Lamar was on this breakneck pace or whatever at the beginning, and mm-hmm. Aaron Butler was telling me about all about yeah. how great he was and telling me about how much he weighed and no, stuff like that. No, but they're going to stop us from scoring. And, the, and, and Lamar's just going to have his way with us. Correct. He's going to get back into MVP form this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a get-right game. Yep. So, I mean, we have, we have yet to play. I mean, Justin Herbert's good, but he didn't have to get used because Eckler ran for all over us. Or fractured rib cartilage. This is going to be the first, like, real quarterback. dynamic quarterback we play, and he is going to just <laughs> – Oh, if for you're the not families watching. at home, <laughs> yeah, it is going to be. Um, I it's going to be. In mean, Baltimore's only three and three, uh, so as bad as the Browns have been, we're one game out of first. They've been blowing some big fourth quarter leads, so hopefully we can be down like three or four touchdowns going into the fourth, and let's <laughs> go on a little bit of a run here. Yeah, boys. I think it's just going to be a scoreless fourth quarter. <laughs> Whoever is winning at the end of the third quarter is going to win the game. I think there it's going to be. There might be a running clock because they're up by more than thirty in the second <laughs> half. Well, don't ruin our Ravens preview later this week. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll just do this one episode. Yeah. Um, you know what it's going to be. Do we got any more voicemails? Uh, not for this episode, no. Okay. Well, I think we pretty much covered everything. Uh, we appreciate <laughs> I mean, there wasn't much. Bailey Zappi, 309 yards. I don't know what else I need to say. Um, Get him on your fantasy squad. No, no don't drop him. Play the Browns if again. you didn't start him this week, then move on. I just, I just don't understand how you can keep your job after that. There was already talks. I mean, there's already rumblings. There's been rumblings for, I mean, really two years. Yeah. Did we play years. a single voicemail from a fan today that didn't say fire Joe Woods? I mean, or last week? This is what everybody's saying. Everybody can see it. Well, wait until the viewership goes down. The Browns do have fans that quit watching. Are you talking about the Dogs podcast or the Cleveland Browns? The Cleveland Browns. Oh, okay. Sadly, I think they're related. (laughs) But guys, I know the Browns are like really pissing you guys off, and like it's they're hard to watch right now. But keep watching us, please. Yeah, watch us, (laughs) please. Last year when they started sucking, we were going down to like eighty views. I was really depressed about the Browns, and then I'd jump on YouTube and be like. Oh, real life sucks too. (laughs) (laughs) 
So help us out. Keep we'll 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 be we'll commiserate together. Don't stop watching yeah. us, please. Um, but if you do stop watching us, I understand. There's been a lot of sexual references this episode, so oh my God. <laughs> uh, so I understand. Um, but now we appreciate all your guys' voicemails. They make the episodes way more fun. Other than us just coming in here and beating a dead horse over and over again, we'll let you guys do it. Um, if you want to leave us a voicemail, thedogspodcast.com. Tap leave voicemail in the drop-down menu. Uh, I think we got to everybody's this week. I know last week we missed out on some people. I hope they didn't scare you away. We try to get to as many as we can, so keep leaving them um, to make these episodes way better. If you need uh, an extra episode to help get you through the week, maybe a little bit more fun, if you thought like some of the more risque stuff in this episode was cool, uh, jump into the After Hours episode. There's That's more where that thought. came from. Uh, quite a bit more. Yeah, so if you, if you, you want some more access to us, um, you want an extra episode every week, Jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member. Uh, make sure you check out our Ravens preview in a couple days when we tell you about all the ways they're going to kill us. Yeah. And, and, Way to bring it uh, home, Blake. Yep, and, yeah. uh, and, you know, enjoy that episode with us. I'm really selling it. If you guys don't know, I, I sell things for a living, if you can't tell. Uh, so how, uh, how well do you do? I sold John's house in one day the other day. Well That's done. Cool. All right. <laughs> yeah. Record views on the next episode. Yeah, record views. So, uh, <laughs> But until then, try to stay upbeat. Hopefully we're playing in the ALCS next week, so that'll help things out. Um, F the Yankees. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.